Welcome to another Focus. Um, the idea of these videos, podcasts, is that we encourage and equip you, you parents to um, bring up your teenagers in a very different environment to what we're used to. Uh, today we have another guest uh, sharing some wisdom and some knowledge with us. Um, so yeah, let's go straight for it. Jenny, if you'd like to introduce yourself, that would be great. Go. Yeah, hi, my name is Jenny Osborne. Um, I am an author um, and a podcaster and a trainer and facilitator. I've been working with young people since I was about 16 myself um, and I've just loved it. I just love um, being with young people and uh, being part of all of that scene. I'm currently kind of more offering support to those who support young people. So that does include parents as well as youth workers and, and others like teachers and TAs and that kind of thing. So yeah, very much um, looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Thank you for that. Um, so as you said, you're an author. Ooh. Yes. Um, so you're, <laughs> you're sort of towards the end of a book that you're just um, creating now. Uh, oh. And it's from isolation to community. Could yeah. you just share um, some of the information, some of the highlights that have come through that book with us? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote I wrote the book um, because I wanted to tell the story really of youth work during this COVID era. As you've said, it's a time like no other. Um, and I think it was important. I felt it was important really to try and capture some of the stories. Um, so I have been able to talk to a lot of people doing youth work in a lot of different contexts over the last uh, couple of months, really. Um, and what I found was that everybody doing youth work is is doing it um, kind of differently but similarly at the same time it's really interesting to hear some of the things that are very similar from one um, context to another in terms of desperate to keep contact with young people desperate to try and support the young people um, in whatever situation they find themselves in um, but some different ways of doing that um, across the kind of different um, contexts of youth work um, and youth ministry so and um Kind of the, the themes that I guess came out of that um, as I looked at it as a whole picture. Um, I was also trying to kind of see, well, how do we go forward from here? Having having had the last kind of, well, almost a year now, isn't it, um, mm. of various different restrictions, some of them very uh, kind of tight, very shocking, really. That first, that first lockdown, everybody, I think, went into a slight daze of, my goodness, this is really happening. Wow, how do we handle this? Um, how do we do this now? <laughs> and that was and that was true on every level, of course. Um, so trying to kind of look back at some of that stuff and then in order to then look forward and think to ourselves, right, well, where is it that we need to go from here? How do we need um, to rebuild? And I am not by any means saying that I have all the answers at all. <laughs> I don't think... Um, yeah, that wasn't really the aim, but just simply to start that conversation of um, what is it that our young people really need 
Um, and there were four things that I came up with, four things that kind of really sprang out at me. Um, one was about stability and the um, consistency of the presence for our young people. One was about hope, um, which, you know, as Christians, we kind of, we know how important hope is. Hope is the, the thread that runs through nearly everything that we do. Um, and community and that being part of something that's bigger than yourself, also something as Christians we, um, we're very well versed in. And then also sanctuary. Um, so young people really need um, sanctuary for and sanctuary from um, in different, uh, you know, with, for different reasons and in different ways. So those were the kind of the four things really that um, I felt was really important. Um, I think you can't do much without hope <laughs> in the end. Hope is an innate part of who we are as human beings. It's an important part of who we are as Christians um, and what we believe about um, the gospel and what that offers us as hope. So yeah, I felt that those those four things were really important for youth workers going forward. That's that's really cool. <clears throat> um, as this is sort of forward-looking, so as the restrictions drop, as as normality, whatever that was, comes back, <laughs> um, these four values um, are going to be important to youth work. But I think they're just really important to our young people, um, whether that's happening in in a church, in a youth club, in a school, or even at home, and. I suppose this this video is for parents. So is there ways that come to mind of how we can facilitate these in home in our young people? Um, well, there are, are some things. I mean, you know, most of, I think a lot of parents are doing uh, the very best they can is very challenging experience, uh, sort of circumstances. I don't know about you, but um, I have a 15-year-old and an 11-year-old and my 11-year-old this morning has just gone into a complete, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and I'm kind of going, I agree. <laughs> Me too. I don't think I want to do very much either today. Um, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> so I think as parents, we need to, we need to recognise that we are parenting through a pandemic. Not many people have done that before. Um, and we need to be able to give ourselves a little bit of slack and <laughs> be able to say to our children, it's all right, we're kind of feeling that too. You know, I think that's really important to validate um, our young people's feelings, mm. even if, you know, actually that can be quite tricky also or feel quite difficult to do. So I think one of the really key things about parenting, and it's, it's not a new thing, it's been said an awful lot actually over the years, um, and I think we all recognise the benefit of it when we do it, is this thing about family mealtimes. And I think perhaps one of the things about those of us who, are, who have both parents working at home, which is our situation, um, I know not everybody does that, and so it's going to be harder in some of those contexts, but where you've got parents, both parents working at home, that actually gives you more of an opportunity, um, I think, to sit around a meal table together as a family. Um, it might not be the thing that your teenager wants to do um it might might have a little bit of, of pushback about it but I think it's worth persevering with because I think that as you sit around a table and listen to your children natter on in their own language about whatever it is that they kind of have been playing that day or doing at school or whatever it is 
my kids definitely have a, di- a, a different language to me and it, and it makes me smile. <laughs> I wonder if that was true for my parents when I was growing up as well. Um, but also I think um, whether you're listening to them, whether you're trying to engage them in, in a little bit of conversation about what they've been doing that day, whether you use a kind of a silly game like would you rather or, um, you know, a kind of me- even a memory game about I went to the shop and I bought, you know, silly little games that can just open the door of conversation with your children, I think could be really important. And it offers that um, that sense of stability. It offers that sense of community as a family together. Um, and it and it shows, I think, your young people that as parents, we're prepared to be sanctuary for them if that's what they need. Not everybody needs their parents to be their sanctuary. <laughs> for yeah, a lot of young yeah. people, they need the independence um, and that's what they're missing at the moment. Um, but I think where it's possible for us as parents to offer that and to say with our actions as much with our words, talk to me, um, then that's a really, a really important thing for our young people to understand um and it will do and it also it does wonders from a mental health and well-being point of view you know getting together with people around a table um, means that you are eating well generally rather than eating not so well it means that you are um, having a decompression time from any screens um i would leave screens away from the table <laughs> if you can that's difficult in our house too um um, and and so it's it's good for all sorts of reasons. So I think that 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 idea of family meal times, which had been very difficult to do when we have both parents working perhaps away from the home, um, or even if it's just one parent working away from the home, um, that can be quite tricky to get everybody around the table at the same time. But perhaps it's easier at the moment. Um, you've got that situation where um, both of them are working from home. Mm. Uh, I, as as you were talking, I was like. This is so biblical. This is like <laughs> Jesus. Just come and sit. Come and sit around my table, and and just recline and, and let's chat. And when you were talking about hope, um, sanctuary. Uh, oh no, I'm panicking a little bit now. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. You got two yeah, out of four. <laughs> community, community, <laughs> yes. and and the fourth one that was very important. <laughs> like they they can all happen around that table and. It, like that is so important and yeah and so simple um that we it is it is okay to come and sit around the table with your family the same as it is okay to go and sit around the table with jesus and just yeah. be part of that um so i think that's that's really helpful and i found it really encouraging um because we are forcing through these dinners together and sometimes well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yes i'm not promising it's going to be it's going to be great every time at all <laughs> but yeah. it is worth persevering with absolutely and you know again cutting yourself your, the slack and not not you know finding ourselves getting too caught up in the we must all sit around the table and talk to each other <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> but just allowing it to happen and encouraging it where it can happen and and making sure that you know actually that conversation just keeps going just keep in contact with your young person your young people in your home and and that will make a huge difference to them as well as you yeah yeah okay um so books coming out soon it's aimed yes. at youth workers but yes. i'm of the mind that actually if it's for youth workers it's for parents 
Um, so where will they be able to find it? I think I'm going to put a link on this video. But Okay, um, great. Also so check. it will be available in both Kindle and print format from Amazon. Um, it may well be available in other places too. Uh, we're just going a little bit slowly, slowly with that at the moment. So, yeah, From Isolation to Community by Jenny Osborne, and it'll be on Amazon. Um, yeah. Great. That's really cool. I will definitely get it, and I'll me I'll read it, and then my wife will read it as well. Um, thank you very much for, for giving your time and encouraging myself and other parents that are watching this. Um, we'll be doing another video again next week. Uh, so for now, God bless, and see you soon. Bye.